Hey, all Michael Lunsford here, Citizens for a New Louisiana. And look, coming up, we have several elections that's, that are going on in November. Uh, one of those elections is a city marshal race, and I happen to have here with me uh, one of the candidates. We're going to be doing this. This is uh, Kip Judice, if you don't know. Here he is. Uh, he is the current chief of police in Dusan. That's correct. And he's running for city marshal. And look, we're doing these because a lot of people don't even realize there's an election on. Obviously, they know there's an election on in November because the news can't stop talking about it, but they don't know what else is going on. So as Citizens for New Louisiana, our goal is to educate the local residents on issues that are pertinent right now. So this is coming up. You need to be aware of it. So I have Kip here to talk about what is the city marshal's office? What do they do? Why are they different than the police? You know, we have sheriffs. We used to have park police. I think they're right. gone now. Right. We have all these different law enforcement organizations. So what is it that the marshal's office does, and how are you going to make it better? Because I think you had some ideas and things like that. Absolutely. So I have a great platform. First of all, Michael, I want to thank you for this opportunity, your viewers. It's really tough at this time to reach a lot of people and to discuss our avenues of, of, of moving forward. And I think any time we get a platform such as this that we can come and speak to people, I, I have to take a moment to say thank you. So uh, thank you for having me. So the city marshal is the executive arm of the city court. Basically, their job is to take any action ordered by the city court judge and enforce it. So if they act, if the, if the judge orders an eviction, the city marshal he does the eviction. If he if the court orders a garnishment, the marshal is responsible for administering that garnishment. Whatever the order is. In addition, the marshal is responsible for getting people to the court. So serving subpoenas of those people needed for hearings or for criminal cases, such as the, all the police officers, the uh, defendants, any witnesses to an accident or a crash or, or an incident, a misdemeanor incident. But they are very limited in terms of what cases that we handle in city court. And that is misdemeanor and traffic offenses only. No felonies are ever heard in the city court of Lafayette. That is handled by the district court. So we are a mini sheriff with respect to the court proceedings. The, 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 the uh, I guess the adverse side of that is we don't answer 911 calls like the sheriff does. All of your 911 calls in the city go to Lafayette Police Department. That is their specific task. So we are given specific roles in the criminal justice system. Now we are required to be certified police officers, just like city policemen and sheriff's deputies and state troopers. We have to follow the same regiment of required training hours every year. However, when the state set up this required training, they recognized that marshals do a different function than police officers or sheriff's deputies. So they said that we would have a certain number of elective hours that the administrators could train their personnel based on what specifically they do. So I think it's critical when we talk about training and our duties that we train on the duties we are responsible to carry out, such as serving the papers to the people properly, making sure the service is properly handled, whether it's personal service or domiciliary service or potentially um, at a residential service. So that's one thing we have to know and understand so that we can report back to the courts that this person was served this way or that way. Now, Kip, you had some, um, I've seen you talk at a few different events around Lafayette, and you brought something up that was very unique that I thought was kind of cool, was today everybody has one of these things in their pocket, the cell phone, 
And one of the top things that you discovered is people, they just forget about their court date. So what, yes. what's, what's your idea on that? So yes, so Michael, let's say a person has received a, cit a citation in the city of Lafayette, a traffic citation or for a misdemeanor, and they're given a court date, which is going to be two or three months from now. That's, that's kind of how the court systems work. They give enough time for the attorneys to file whatever briefs they need and be prepared for when we get to court, we can have a trial. So you receive a subpoena today that you're going to be in court in January. Some people forget, especially a lot of the people we deal with in city court happen to be college age kids or people who have a lot going on in their in their lives. That's why they were speeding because they were they were distracted on all of the things that were going on. So they forget. And so one of the first things I want to institute is a reminder, a text alert reminder that you have court. And I'm going to send this reminder out one week and one day in advance of this court proceeding so that it would remind you, again, very similar to when you have a dental appointment or a doctor's appointment now, you see that these, these professionals are using this routinely because it's effective. And so there are studies out there across the country that say that this is a very effective way of reminding people. Now, it's not a legal service. Right. It's not like being served with a subpoena by a deputy sheriff. It's just a reminder. It is just a reminder. So it is an additional thing that may not have any bearing legally, but would certainly say, look, this person, we attempted as the marshal's office to get you in court uh, by a couple of different ways. One of the things I think that that would do, Mike, is it would reduce the, the number of failure to appear people, mm -hmm. which that triggers a whole nother thing for the marshal's oh, yeah. office, which is we have to go track you down now with a warrant and ar arrest you and put you in jail. I think there are better ways to deal with that as well, and the, and the, and the courts seem to agree. Um, with, with, my, with, my, with my plan, but again, that is one of the things I want to do. Well, let me ask you, one of the big things that, that we do as citizens, we try to identify wasteful spending and fraud and abuse and things like that. This is not something new. You're not, you're not going to reinvent the wheel here. You're not spending millions of dollars getting a text message system. How, is that, how does that work? So Lafayette Consolidated Government, several years ago, bought a program called Blackboard Connect. They own the system. It is available to any sub part of Lafayette Consolidated Government. Um, and so this was purchased. It is a texting slash phone call alert system. It was purchased for the specific reasons of, of emergency issues. If an, a truck overturns at I-10 and I-49, they can actually hit a button. And anyone who's using a cell, cell tower service in a certain radius would be alerted to either divert from that emergency, shelter in place, or get out the way based on what the emergency was. But that system also does specific notifications. So we would simply go in and put the person, the violator's cell phone number in there. We have the passwords already. We use it at the town of Tucson now. And that's one of the things I think I'm, I'm very proud of is that the things that I talk about as my platform issues, Mike, we're doing in Tucson and they're working. And so with, with those types of proofs, we can say it's just going to take City, Lafayette City Court is much larger than what we deal with in the town of Tucson, but we would make our staff put those phone numbers in. It would cost us nothing to institute that other than the, the time that our marshals punched in those phone numbers and the court dates. So we're not going to buy a new program. We Wasteful spending, listen, we could talk a lot about wasteful spending in criminal justice right now. One of the worst uh, offenses is Lafayette City Court, and that is because we are taking people who forget to come to court mm -hmm. for a seatbelt violation where they're going to owe the citizens of city of Lafayette less than $100.
for that violation. And when they don't come to court, we go and incarcerate them at a rate of about $200 a day, notwithstanding any medical issues. That's just to simply incarcerate them. Why are we taking a debt that the people owe to us and turning it into a debt on us? Mm -hmm. I think there's a better way, and I've talked about this as well. I think if they don't show up in court, we should be given an instanter to take that person out and let's go do community service. We are gonna either mow grass, pick up trash, or stuff bags at the United Way. We're gonna do something that you're capable of doing to where we're not paying to incarcerate you and deal with your medical offenses, medical bills, but at the same time, we're going to, at the end of that community service, we're gonna give you another court date and we're gonna text alert you again. And on the second offense you don't come, then the judge can deal with you accordingly. But I still think that most of the time, Michael, it's people that simply forget to come to court or are afraid that maybe this offense is going to result in jail time. City court doesn't deal with those kind of offenses. Most of the time it's a fine Mm -hmm. and or community service. So you just need to show up in court and be adjudicated. And that's my job as the marshal to get you there so that'll happen. So it's a really great idea to save taxpayers money, not just because of the text system that is going to alert people to show up, but because they show up, they're not being incarcerated for $200 a day at taxpayer expense, and they owe $100 to the government. So it's, it's a really good idea. It's very unique. And uh, anyway, I just wanted to say thanks for coming. I know we're, we, these videos tend to go a little long. So if that's okay, we'll, we'll cut it here. Absolutely. And look, we may come back again if some other issues come up, and I'll invite Kip to come. Thank and you. so look, and... I'm sure they're paying attention to comment sections. If you have a question for Kip, you can hit his Facebook page or you can comment below, and I'm sure they're paying attention. I look forward to it. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll keep doing these.